Hey everyone, I'm Don Kim and with Price Modern and this is the Designer Studio. We are at 600 Massachusetts Avenue in downtown Washington, D.C. and something's a little bit different this episode. What was once the Hayworth showroom is now the Hayworth and Price Modern showroom. That's right, we are better together in the D.C. market and with this co-location uh, we have refreshed the entire showroom which now features all of Hayworth's latest and most innovative products, including the Compose ecosystem with its end-user movable workstation, Pergola, the architectural interiors product that allows you to drop collaborative spaces into the heart of open plan, and of course, all of the latest from Hayworth's family of brands, including Emico with their iconic navy chair and the simple and sustainable broom chair uh, designed by the legendary Philippe Stark, uh, the Hush booth by Mikomax, and of course the latest in the Hayworth collection brands, which includes Capolini, Casina, and Poltrona Frau. I could go on, but that's not what we're here for. Our mission every episode is to bring you closer to a key influential member of our design community, and we're going to make good on that promise today because sitting next to me is Principal and Design Director of Fox Architects DC, Marie Mutsos. Welcome to Designer Studio. Thank you, Don. It's great to be here. Well, you have been busy. Yes, to say the least. Yeah, so we've been connecting a little bit. And yeah. it, it seems like activity is up, which is good. It's a great problem to have. <laughs> it is. And, and so, you know, we're obviously, we, it feels like we're climbing out of yeah. what we've been through for the past two and a half, three years now. Um, and I think on everyone's mind is, is design changing? Is it evolving because of what we went through or is it evolving naturally? And I wonder from your perspective with your projects, what do you see? I think it's a little of both. Um, I think there were some trends that we started seeing even before the pandemic as it re relates to workplace, um, but certainly with everything we've been through over the last two, two and a half years, um, these trends we feel have just accelerated. So yes, there's certainly changes in the workplace. Um, and, yeah, and I agree about the acceleration of things that were already kind of being baked prior that's to right. the pandemic. Yeah. Flexibility, exactly. collaboration, you know, I think all of these things, we've learned to do them actually better. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if people are really taking the opportunity to make a major change in mm -hmm. design. And what I mean is, we talk about hybrid work now. Right. And what it's come to mean from our conversations, a lot of times, is an HR policy right. of come in three days out of five. Well, that's not a workplace strategy policy right. or change. That's, that's right. an HR policy. And I feel like, and I'd like your perspective on this, if people really dove into the deep end yeah. and said, okay, not three days a week, right. but come in when you need to engage in the office, yeah. um, it, could it release design to be more free and very different than it was previously? Yeah, sure. I, you know, I think we're working with a lot of clients right now that um, at the beginning of our process, you know, they don't know. They don't know and we don't necessarily have the answer and it's a very, uh, different and unique solution for each client based on their needs. There's not a one-size-fits-all. Um, but 
I do believe that the workplace is going to more flexibility, um, more of these types of spaces that you can reconfigure for different purposes. Um, this, you know, the ratios that we're looking at, I mean, there, there are clients that um, are going extreme. We have a law firm that I'm working with right now. Um, they were looking at 30,000 square feet right before the pandemic or, you know, just when the pandemic started. And they went on hold for a little bit just to figure things out. Um, and now they're looking at 10,000 square feet. Right. So there are huge shifts happening. Um, and, you know, for a law firm, that you know, they, they believe that their partners will never come back every day. Um, so it's how do we create this type of space that's really versatile and, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of um, the, the free or hot desking, right? So right. not um, unassigned. unassigned, yeah. And I think the challenge that comes up is programming a space and right. understanding early on what the budget is you know, I think we all could do the math in our heads yeah. if somebody said 10,000 square feet and this number of people, we, we would have a rough order of magnitude of what that right. project might be. When you shift design so much to get the same people who would occupy 30,000 square feet into 10, right. that math is very different. It is. But yeah, and, and so it just takes communication to work through that it does and listen we do we do workplace strategy you mentioned it earlier right. with our clients um, and you know through we have a landlord strategy group that does a lot of amenity spaces and you know for for landlords and, and developers so um, we're working on those types of spaces that are really meant for the future to, to be multifunctional and um, really provide the different needs throughout the time that we're looking at. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting time, and I'm I'm anxious to see how it all yeah. evolves. And nobody knows. And nobody I knows. Think. Well, right. and that's the other thing. I feel like, and, and I've heard this said a lot, people are waiting to see what someone else does. That's right. In a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this is the designer studio. Okay. So what yep. we do is we ask you five questions. Yes. And so we're going to ask those now, and Great. it starts with the easy one. Um, what is your least favorite color? So you say the easiest, but um, I don't think that's so easy for me. I don't, I don't know that I have a least favorite color. Um, this may be silly, but I feel like um, every color has a place in the world and you know, there's some purpose for it. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably say red. Red, okay. It's, yeah. It, but I agree with you, and it's probably a very good <laughs> well, answer to have as a designer because somewhere along the line, even red is going to find right, a home no, exactly. in a project based I, on yeah. 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 Okay, so the second one is similar, uh, your least favorite material. Oh, sure. Um, so again, not trying to avoid your question, but without calling out a specific material, um, I think you always come to a point on a project where there's something that you need that you may not have thought of before as being a solution, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I think just as a general statement, if I could, I would stay away from synthetic materials. Obviously, not just for you know the environmental impact and sustainability, but there is something about just you know, true natural materials um, that speaks a lot, I think, to me. And the purity and um, the simplicity. If if you look at a piece of stone, um, you know, 
or pieces of stone, I should say, every piece will be different and mm -hmm. unique. So I think there's something in the natural world that brings something special to us and in the way we, that we can create spaces. And fortunately, I think we're seeing a lot more natural materials yes, being used. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Okay, so, and maybe this is related to that, um, who, who had an influence on yes. you in design? Yeah, so it, it's funny, I think the two, two do tie together. Um, so, I th so if I can back up. Sure. I think as, you know, as a child growing up, my dad was a civil engineer. Okay. And then my mom, she was a stay-at-home mom, but um, she did alterations and, you know, she sort of became a seamstress and it was more just for family and close friends, but it gave her something to do. So I was thinking about this question today and, you know, my dad would always come home with the drawings on the drawing board so I, I think that influenced me a little bit. And then my mom, being a seamstress and working with materials and textures um, every day, I think that you know detailed work and um, inspiration with fabrics and color, I think that sort of brought another side. Inspired you yeah. in your career yes. later on. And was it, was it then or do you think later you felt that influence? Because it was later. Later. I probably didn't realize it at that age. Yeah. 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 A and then if I, you know, if I had to pick kind of a, a professional, an architect or a, a designer, um, through college, I was always inspired by Tado Ando, mm -hmm. um, a very well-known Japanese architect. And um, I think it is because of his, the, the pure forms that he created and the simplicity in his architecture. Um, so. Some people, I'm sure, are familiar with him, but he does a lot of structures out of concrete, and he makes a material that is so heavy, um, really feel you know so so light and free. And his use of light is just amazing, and really impacts some of these. It things. is, and it it does look. I we were commenting earlier. It almost looks like foam or yes. or something very yeah. light. That iconic image of the church with the cross, mm -hmm. which is really just the negative space in the form, mm -hmm. the concrete form. And, That's right. Um, it's, and it kind of relates to your answer about the materials because yes. it is very honest. Yeah. It's very yeah. open and that's real. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I feel that that's the way I approach design, right? I think less is more right. for me and yeah. um, that simplicity and um, pure nature Yeah, what can you me. take away rather yeah. than what can you add? Yeah. And, and okay, so, so what piece of architecture or design influenced you or has yeah. had an influence yeah. on you? So I think one of my favorite pieces, and I'm a little biased because I'm Greek, um, but is the Acropolis Museum in Athens. Um, so it's a building designed by Bernard Schumi. I think it was completed in 2009, and we visited, I think, in 2017, but my husband and I and my two girls went. And it's just an amazing, um, amazing building and piece of architecture. So it's sitting at the foot of the Acropolis and it's a very modern, you know, very crisp, pristine structure, but it houses the most ancient relics, right? right. And um, it's just this amazing contrast and blend right. of old and new. And 
um, that juxtaposition between the two is just fascinating to me. It makes me think of Iampe's pyramid sitting yes, out front of the Louvre. That's right. Except Chumi's is probably more dramatic yeah. in the the time between the yeah. two for sure. It's very cool. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. That that's interesting and and um, and you visited. We visited, yeah, yeah and we'd like great. to go back. We're thinking next summer maybe. So yeah, we'll see. Excellent. Um, and so the final question, yeah. and probably my favorite, uh -huh. to hear the answers to is <laughs> if you could design anything, uh, what would you design? Yeah. So I, I, I thought about um, shifting this to you know, client base or what I, what I do every day, but I'm going to keep it a little more personal. So I, I think it's something I've already done. Uh, so we recently completed a renovation and addition to our house. So we've lived in the house for probably almost 20 years now. Oh, wow. And it was something we wanted to do way back, but um, we finally, we've been in the, the new house now for three years. We moved in, the timing was just perfect. Well, you got it done just yeah. in the nick of time. We moved in sure. February of 2020, so wow. literally right before yes. the pandemic. Um, but my husband is an architect as well, so the two of us, you know, we had the opportunity to design and create our new home and uh, we needed the space, um, so my mother lives with us. Okay. Uh, Mama Mutsus and my two girls and two dogs and me and Brad. So. So I have to ask, <laughs> designing with your spouse. Yeah. How did it go? Well, there were days where it was a nightmare. Right. Right. <laughs> I can imagine. But um, I have to say, overall, we're we're pretty aligned yeah, in our in our great. thinking and design style. So. Um, it was great, and you know we we have something that we experience every day, and um, it's our own creation. So, and I think all of the answers that you've given so far are reflected in what you all did in your renovation I, and addition. Yeah, that's I mean, it, fair. I think so. Modern. It is, but very simple. But very right? simple. Nothing. Right. Yep, nothing yep. over the top, um, but it works and. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, well, that's yeah. great. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That's amazing Thank and you. good timing. I'm sure. I mean, nobody wanted to to go through what we've been through, but to be able to at least be in this beautiful new space yeah. that that you I'm sure was felt like a life's work. It to yes, complete. it did for sure. <laughs> How long did the renovation take? Um, it took about nine months. Okay, not quite that's a not, year. That's not too bad. I mean, typical contractors, right? They told us six months, but being in the profession, we knew better. Right. So right. we were expecting a year. So it was a little better than that. So. Yeah, and you were, of course, a great customer to yourselves. Uh, awful. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Our uh, own worst clients. Yeah. 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 Well, well, that's great. Thank you. And, and yeah. great answers. Thank and it was you. great to sit down with you. And, Thank you. and um, so if, if you'd like to work with Marie, please go to foxarchitects.com. And of course, you can find us at pricemodern.com. We thank you for watching this episode of the Designer Studio, and we'll see you right here next time.